time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Welcome back to The Next Step. I have a special guest with me today. My name is Matthew Benson, and I am the CEO and co-founder of eFuse, a LinkedIn-like network for the esports and video game industry. LinkedIn for esports. So what exactly does that mean? Basically, our thesis is there are a number of opportunities in esports. So those are jobs, internships, scholarships, tournaments, team openings, etc. But there's no real platform to help recruit talent to fill those opportunities. So that's where eFuse steps in, where we've created this LinkedIn-like network that not only helps bring all of the parties to the table, but then can also help facilitate the different collaborations and recruitment to fill those opportunities. And, and where did you see this opportunity? Where, where were you standing when this idea came to your mind? Yeah, so I was at university and had a, a really cool opportunity to actually take a class called Cluster. And, and within Cluster, you were assigned an indus- industry that you had to do a really in-depth analysis on. And it just so happened that uh, my, my group was assigned to the esports and video game industry and, and a little bit more context on myself. I grew up a gamer, always loved video games. So this was like a dream class for me. But through that, I guess, activity really had a unique insight into what the industry makeup looked like and saw that there was extreme fragmentation with thousands of different games out there around each game. You've got millions of people watching, millions of people playing, and you look at all this on a piece of paper and it's a lot of dots. So the initial idea was, I wonder what could be accomplished if all of these dots were connected in some way and could collaborate. So that's what we set out to do. And then we began to have conversations with universities, with teams with professionals fans etc so give us an example of, of something that uh, eFuse does that LinkedIn doesn't yeah so one of the great avenues is really at the collegiate level so most people don't know this but there are actually 155 colleges that have varsity level esports programs where individuals have, may have the opportunity to actually go and earn a scholarship to play varsity level esports that, that but, unbelievable, but okay it's crazy right but, but the way that uh, universities are recruiting currently is they may go to some tournaments if they have the infrastructure to do it or, or maybe watch some streams. But most times they go on Twitter and they see a 30-second highlight film of somebody and they end up DMing them. But as you, can, as you can guess, there's a lot of problems with that. Not only do you not have the verified statistics and you may, they may not even be their real video, but you also don't have the verified demographic data. How old are they? Where are they located? What's their gender, et cetera? to be able to recruit them. And then you couple that with the sort of informal communication of a DM and you really have this sort of mess of recruitment. So what eFuse does differently is what we do, we come to the table and we help verify, not only is this the real person's gamer tag and their real statistics behind it, but then we provide an alleyway for communication to occur in a professional sense. And we even aggregate their entire portfolio. So if you have a, a Twitch video or a YouTube video, or maybe you have a Discord, et cetera, we allow you to aggregate that portfolio into one centralized place to be recruited. So if you think about it, it is this LinkedIn-like network, but it may be more applicable to liken the recruiting functionality to a huddle or be recruited that is seen in a more traditional sports scene. Okay, so, so how long ago did you start this? August of 2018. So it's a relatively new company. Not quite a year yet. Uh, and, and how many customers do you have? How many, how many accounts are on the system? So we, so we haven't even launched. We're launching this fall, um, just finished raising our, our, our seed round, um, but are gearing up the launch strategy right now with, with our partners um, that have these opportunities available. But then we've also been very fortunate to create partnerships with some really high profile 
influencers that we'll be announcing shortly that we'll be promoting the platform to. All right. So you did the hard way. So you're, you raised money without a product, without any revenues, without any customers. Yeah. How long was that process? We, we really started the fundraising, I would say February of this year, February of 2019. So it's been a, a little ways away, but I mean, it's been fruitful and successful. And we've been very fortunate to have some, some great investors get behind us and, and believe in this team, believe in the, the product that we've been able to show them and believe in the partnerships we've been able to create. So we're really, really excited for what's about to come. Okay. And where, where are you based? Columbus, Ohio, Midwest company. So Midwest hotspot for startups in the U.S. Uh, where'd the funders come from? They're Midwest individuals as well. So we have a few angel investors. We've also got um, the Ohio Innovation Fund, which is a Columbus-based venture firm. All are great partners. And it, it, we've just been very, very fortunate to have all Midwest investors at this point. All right. And then you went off to Europe to, to learn a bit about their e- ecosystem too. So tell me about that. Correct. Yeah. So I had a tremendous opportunity to go and be involved in an incubator in London actually called eLab. And basically the reasoning for going there was I wanted to understand the gaming ecosystem and the culture of London more in depth. And it never felt like a better time than right now before we had launched the product to actually go over there and and immerse myself in that culture to make great connections, build relationships. And it was a very fruitful experience in the sense that I not only built great relationships, but had the opportunity to have holes picked into the business and, and really just to continue to build. Yeah, how long was that program? So it was a six-week program, full-time. So we, it normally consisted of having class for two, three hours. I hesitate to call it class, but an experience for two to three hours a day. And the rest of the time, uh, the incubator helped connect us with individuals who sort of fit our needs or, or the map that we were trying to create. So had opportunities to meet game publishers, had the opportunities to meet tournament organizers, and most of those, if not all of those relationships, uh, were facilitated by the eLab. And so it was much more about the connections than the content? For me, it was. What was nice about it is eLab met you in the middle, uh, wherever you were, and helped you achieve your goals. So day one, I had the opportunity to sit down and say, here's why I came here, here's what I'm looking to achieve. I, I didn't feel like we needed as much help on the business model or the product. We really needed to understand the ecosystem. So Eli met us there and was able to help make introductions that were extremely, extremely valuable. Okay. And, and you said you're launching, you haven't launched yet. It's coming up. Yeah. September 1st. Um, once it's up and running, what's your, what's your plan on how often you're going to iterate? What, what, what's your cadence? So uh, right now, I mean, we, we, we operate on in an agile method. So we're working on about two week sprints, uh, sort of our timeline. Uh, as far as iterating, we're looking about monthly updates significant updates, but that that's really more reliant on, I guess, my, my CTO uh, rather than myself. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an important piece to, to set as a corporate culture on how often you're going to, you're going to launch, how often you're going to update the system, right? right? Cause it makes a difference because if you do once a week, it's 50 times a year, you learn from your customers. And if you do it once a month, it's 12 times. So what's left for you to do between now and September 1st? Now we're really wrapping up our, our Q and a testing. We're continuing to build out our, beta user list and really starting to ramp up our marketing. So now that the product, at least version one, getting wrapped up, we're excited to get it out there, get consumer feedback and go on to the next thing. So, I mean, we're, we're really excited about what we've built, but know there's still work to come and, and we look forward to the launch here in a few weeks. Right, and what are some of the uh, known unknowns? What, what are some of the things you're expecting to happen between, uh, between now and September 2020? We are expecting a few breaks to happen. Uh, we, we realize that's going to be the case. We also know that there are going to be things that are 
user base likes more so than others. And we're excited to see which value adds within the product sort of take the most traction and the most quickly. So we have a good idea that we really think that our opportunities portal and our recruiting function is very valuable, but we also have thrown in a news aggregate where individuals can, can view esports and video game content. So it'll be really interesting to see with the entirety of the ecosystem and the site, what individuals gravitate toward what, what functionalities and value adds. So really expecting to learn a lot, not only about our user base, but the way that they view themselves within the ecosystem and how they want to engage and collaborate with different individuals. All right. And how can I help you? You can help in, in a lot of ways. Um, I would love to, to send you more information, not only about our company and have you take a look and pick some holes into what we're doing, but also just be sort of a, a soundboard for us. And um, as things arise, I mean, you've got tremendous, exp- from what I can tell, I have tremendous experience in the smart startup ecosystem. Um, and I'm sure I've faced many hurdles yourself. So uh, I think surrounding ourselves with individuals who have been through the ringer and can provide some insight and maybe help us sidestep some some problems is always really valuable. So I'd love to continue the conversation, send you some more information and just get your thoughts on everything that we're building. First thought I have is, is I'm wondering if you're really the LinkedIn of esports or if LinkedIn is the right metaphor. So I'll tell you what. I would say that we have some functionalities with LinkedIn, but one of the biggest challenges that I run into um, when I'm talking about the esports and video game industry, is people just aren't, I guess, well connected or understanding of, of what's going on. Just in terms of history, right? if we think back all the way to the the early '90s, before LinkedIn even got started, are, are you the are you the Yahoo of of esports? It's probably not a good thing to say anymore. <laughs> maybe um, not, maybe not nowadays, but no, but, I. But back yeah. in the day, right back way back in the early '90s, it was you know it was yet another hierarchical um, uh, list. Right, that, that that was what Yahoo came from. It was the it was the hierarchical ontology of the internet back then, and and that seems to be what you're implying is missing from esports is is just kind of some structure, like who's doing what, uh, what's happening where, even just just you know even the tiny little niche of which schools have which which teams on which games. Uh, and where are they competing and where are those competitions and who else is at those competitions and whatnot. It's, it's kind of like the map more than... Well, I, I think you're, you're, you're right in that regard. I mean, the, it's often esports and video game and landscape is often defined as the wild, wild west. And part of what we're trying to do is help paint a clear picture of what it actually looks like, who are the actual parties involved. And then once we're able to paint that picture, we want to help to facilitate the interactions and collaborations within that. So the LinkedIn definition is, is off. we often use it because it, it helps people, it clicks in people's minds a little bit easier than just calling it sort of an, an esports ecosystem. But I, I think you're right. There is some room for improvement in that yeah. regard. And I, I got to say, I wish LinkedIn was the LinkedIn of LinkedIn, <laughs> if, if that makes no sense. But, uh, you know, they don't even do what, what they should be doing well. Yeah. They only do it for jobs. And there's all sorts of other things that their system could be doing that it doesn't. Absolutely right. Again, thanks for having me on and really looking forward to continuing the conversation moving forward. Thanks again. All right. Best of luck. Thanks so much. Have a good day.